it's very powerful sound because it works also when uh, your target audience it's not really paying attention or not even watching so imagine uh, when you listen to a podcast or the radio so these are all moments where you your visual branding cannot work and the thing is uh, sound and music uh, work very well in a, a low uh, where where the involvement is very low so maybe while i'm cooking I don't pay attention to what's happening in the background on the TV, but my brain processes this information. So it um, it's uh, still receptive to sound. And this is it's a good opportunity for brands to use their sonic identity because the sound, sound is connected to memory. So if I hear uh, an audio logo three times, five times, uh, so this, this experience is built on each other. So the fifth time I hear it, I already processed this information four times. So it's not like I'm hearing it any every time like the first time. And if it's associated with the brand, I already have a familiarity with the brand that I wouldn't have if they didn't use this audio logo or if they didn't use their brand music or a music that is tied to their brand identity. So it's bit of a missing out because you you can really enhance the brand recall with a small effort all right welcome to today's vital podcast this is ian Naj, co-founder of vital and today we have mr max vikozi svetson max is the founder of mms audio branding so they are a uh, a boutique audio branding agency specializing in audio branding services so custom sound design for brands audio logos sound design for video advertising, apps, et cetera. And, you know, audio is something that's really interesting because a lot of times as more performance marketing focused advertisers, we're typically thinking about what is said or what's on the screen while the video advertisement is playing. But what we often don't consider is how important sound is. And especially for YouTube, which is, as we know, a sound on platform. So. Max is going to tell a lot about his story, how he uh, came into this space, and really a, a lot about the audio branding strategies and sound design strategies he's used to work with companies like Adidas, Nike, Mercedes-Benz, Tommy Hilfiger, T-Mobile, Red Bull, huge, huge companies that he does stuff for. So super interesting and, and uh, definitely a different topic than we usually cover. So looking forward to sharing this episode with you. So without further ado, let's dive in. This podcast is brought to you by VidTau.com. VidTau is our free YouTube ad library and spy tool, research tool. It's V-I-D-T-A-O.com. At VidTau, we have close to a million unlisted YouTube video ads that you can search, find, discover how they're doing on a day-by-day -day basis. So you can really see what ads your competitors are running see ads in different markets that you can model to create new winning ads for yourself and a whole lot more. It's all there inside vidtau.com. Plus we have a premium edition. So the database is free to access, but then we also have a premium edition where you have full unlimited access to the database. And inside there, we also provide training. So we also run an agency called Inceptly. That's I-N-C-E-P-T-L-Y inceptly.com where we've managed over 150 million dollars on youtube it's a video traffic agency and we've worked with everyone from brands like descript.com huel to real scrappy direct response info products supplements health beauty e-commerce you name it we've done it and love sharing what we've learned every week we drop new training in there everything from youtube ad media buying to running e-commerce creatives on YouTube to hardcore tracking and attribution tutorials to really level up your data science game for advertising and everything in between. Right now, as we speak, we're working on a training regarding YouTube shorts. Um, hopefully we'll be live by the time you hear this. On and on and on. This is our passion is video advertising and we wanna share it with you inside of VidTal Premium. And actually right now, for a limited time, you can get access to VidTal Premium for a very special price. So if you go to vidtal.com, sign up for free, check out the database, upgrade to premium for this very special price so you get access to all of the database and all the trainings. And also wanted to add that at Inceptly, we do free brainstorm calls with clients like you. So if you ever wanna get help or ask questions about 
your YouTube ads, your video traffic on other platforms were available to chat. Just go to inceptly.com slash call, C-A-L-L, and set up a time to chat. It's free and we'd love to speak with you. Our team's waiting to speak with you. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Hey, Max, how are Hi. you? Hi, I'm doing great. How about awesome. you? Awesome. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah, well, well thank you for joining, joining me on a call. I just, I'm um, excited to chat about what you're doing at, at MMS and just specifically, you know, in terms of audio, you know, um, because obviously companies are looking to you to help them really nail their, their audio and, um, how important that is to good ads, um, on the branding side, on the performance marketing side, how you got to this, uh, got into the space and, and some of the things that you see, some of the key elements that you see work for your clients and kind of how you approach thinking about sound, both as, you know, a, a branding component, um, you know, sound design and just, just everything that you do. I'd love to hear more about it because it's uh, something that a lot of people I don't think really focus on, but it does make such a huge difference. Uh, yeah. Um, no, first of all, thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm very glad. Uh, yeah. Very excited to, to have our chat and, um, yeah. So, uh, how it started for me, it was, um, well, it started partially uh, while playing cover bands uh, in my my room punk co covers, um, but um, actually uh, the working for brands, music for brands, and composing specifically for brands. The, it started um, not at the beginning. Um, when I finished my my bachelor, I, I finished. Uh, it was politics, and I realized, okay, I don't want to keep <laughs> doing something that I. I'm not passionate about so said it must be music and sound so I started um yeah see what can I do and it turns out you can actually do a lot with sound mm -hmm. uh, so audio post production mixing and um so I started doing everything that came my way and uh and in parallel I I studied um different courses in composition and uh, and uh, uh, one day I, I i took this course uh, specifically on audio branding and i had no idea what it was um and i realized that uh it, first of all it made made completely sense what they were explaining and uh, this uh, uh yeah this this um way to use music and i was so fascinated that then afterwards I started uh, studying every book I found, contacting people doing it, so getting tips from the pros, and and that's how I started um, really going into the path of music and sound specifically for brands. Before I was open to, I was doing yeah, really almost everything, um, uh, producing other artists, post production, composing for videos, and. So this was a bit the revelation and uh, yeah, how I uh, started doing it. And now, yeah, I began by by working, uh, collaborating with other agencies and uh, yeah, as a guest composer or helping on a strategy, but not at the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning, um, um, it started with uh, with um, advertising, music for advertising. So the, the first steps were with really working with brands were uh, one shot projects. And, uh, but I always had this, this, uh, audio branding. And so I researched the brand, uh, for whom I was doing this music and, uh, and tried to kind of bring in this, uh, this, uh, branding side with the sound. So from the beginning, that's really cool. So, so for, would that include, so audio branding would include things like, you know, the Intel inside little two second song yeah that kind of thing is that is that what audio branding would, would include yeah also also that uh, that would be like the audio logo no mm -hmm. it's um, a sonic asset because mm -hmm. audio branding mm, it's a it's a process um that aims to maximize uh the brand's communication and marketing strategy so it's um to support and uh to support and complement visual branding and uh, also long-term and short-term marketing goals. Um, so yeah, this, this uh, Sonic asset, the audio logo is one of many that can be created and composed and um, represents the essence of the brand. 
So um, all the core quali qualities, personality, and uh, and uh, values, the brand message somehow are distilled in this, uh, yeah, three to five seconds maximum. It has to be short and 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 uh, memorable. And of course, there are. Um, this is it's it's like. It's very important. It's something easy to remember, the audio logo, but there are also other assets like the brand music where the storytelling of the brand is is stronger or let's say more more clear to hear. But but yeah, in the audio logo you you basically have the, the essence of the brand identity. Yeah. So what what are when so you've obviously this is something that you specialized in and, and that very big brands come to you for and what 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 is it that you would say that you focus on uniquely that really is giving these brands the the results that that they're looking for like what do you think makes the difference um well uh, i don't know so um i've uh so i i've been working um before I started uh, offering the, the audio branding, I, I developed my own process, uh, this uh, the audio framework. Um, mm -hmm. And but before I worked with um, many different uh, agencies and uh, and worked on a lot of uh, audio branding projects, and um, I saw what what really works well and things that I thought that maybe could be improved or um, or simply could be approached differently. So. <clears throat> Uh, I spent about one year, one and a half year with the fine tuning and everything to develop this process. It's a, it's a strategy blueprint on how to, to um, develop, um, a sonic identity for a brand. So, and what was, uh, what I think it's really, really, um, uh, successful or, uh, good about it. It's that it allows to, um, taking into consideration all the possible branding and marketing needs of the client. So, because sometimes um, the client comes and has a vague idea of what they need, or maybe an audio logo and uh, one track for certain purposes, but there are a lot of things that um, maybe they, they're not thinking about it because that's why they go to someone to, <laughs> to do this. It's uh, And um, so having this, <clears throat> How to connect all the channels on and make a um, this sonic experience of the brand like universal in, in their whole um, in their whole universe, so that everything is connected and all the different channels um, work with each other somehow, or even differently, because then you develop guidelines for specific um, contacts or different channels, but they all uh, are interlinked by by this common elements and uh, that, that that in the sound and in the certain techniques so they make the the whole experience whole and and i think um yeah through this audio framework uh managed to to tackle this very well to 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 unify all the needs of the of the brands um in an easy easy way and an effective way so so to yeah Got it. So, so is there, what, what can you share about your blueprint? So a brand comes to you and maybe you haven't had been in contact with them before or don't know who they are, or what they do. How do you go from that first contact to really digging in and developing this whole audio branding? Just, uh, like you said, crafting this whole universe. What, what are the steps in between from that first contact to actually coming up with this? Yeah, um, there's a lot of <laughs> research also <I> to do <laughs> because, um, yeah, um, you you yeah you have to research and also uh, in uh, cases of uh, very big brands with a lot of content and also uh, politely asking for for all the the um, uh, material they have on them because it's difficult, uh, especially if they're global. Mm -hmm. um, to to have everything to to know everything, but so yeah, to um, analyze everything. Um, but with a with a specific uh, approach so okay the see how the phone um, music in the phone works so is there for instance uh, i don't know um, they have different voices and different music maybe it's a call for a specific reason so they have another kind of music that comes so working really on 
to make the, the also for the for the client for their customers the, the experience more pleasant so trying to see okay have, do they have a um a shop it's a physical shop so how how do we tackle this and 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 through the audio framework we have already every brand is different and every so it's a, it's a very dynamic and agile uh, process but that we know already how how can we tackle all the different um needs and uh, it took time mm, and um after when i thought it was finished and uh, doing some tests on uh, smaller projects and also demo projects and so always going back fine-tune okay ah uh, maybe missed here edit <laughs> adjust so and and at one point um i realized ah okay uh it it's there it's good it, it it's it, i don't know we we introduce new technologies maybe or or um new tools that uh, simplify the work and uh, make it more easier for the client but uh, the 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 core system is 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 there yeah got it so yes i'm just curious what what are you what's your starting point i I can't can't imagine such a um, intangible thing right like (laughs) like if a brand comes to you with no audio identity right like what do you and and they obviously they they probably do not want to sound anything like their near competitors they want to be different so i'm just curious you know how do you actually start to come up with concepts and then what's the what's the feedback cycle like doing coming up with those things and then and then communicating with the the decision makers of the brand to really co-create whatever the you know final output might be yeah um so first first there is uh the first workshop no first okay the contact of the brand so try to understand um like in a basic way what what they're looking for uh what what's the idea is uh uh something because sometimes it's enough to have some guidelines basic and uh, doesn't have to be too complicated it's there they don't have a lot of content or they want to do it peu a peu you know so not everything at once but to understand first what okay what is the goal um of this uh audio branding project for you what what are you trying to achieve and then um we do a bit of research and see okay on 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 their channels and see and then we we discuss all the possible sonic assets that we can uh, um develop we do a workshop where we decide okay um we will need this and this and this so many tracks uh, maybe um audio logo brand music then uh, intro and outro for podcasts and um guidelines for a specific uh, channel so on instagram our our visual branding and the videos are more fresh maybe so the music has to also reflect this but um it still has to sound like the brand it cannot be something completely random so we we do these guidelines for this so so we we define the scope of the project and then uh we start developing concepts um it's it's not uh oh yeah (laughs) we compose one logo and and that's it no we we develop concept for for each uh, logo for the tracks for for everything yeah and then uh, there are feedback loops and uh, it's not a process Uh, it doesn't take one week mm-hmm. yeah but it's also um, because uh, this was something i i realized sometimes when we're talking to branding uh, brand managers uh, marketing managers who were interested said yeah but we cannot allocate time to this mm-hmm. because it is uh, it is uh, and uh, it takes some time it's it's like um it is okay it, most work is not done by the client but as you said there are feedbacks and you have to communicate to to achieve also the goal so so i said we cannot allocate time but it's and then but yeah i'm talking now it seems like okay you don't want to to do this project no but we do because since it's um it's not tied to a deadline so mm-hmm. the pro- the projects go a bit slower maybe because we work around the schedule of our clients because uh, of course if you have black friday black friday has to be the campaign has to be released um end of november you can't do black friday in february right. so of course so for us so we stop 
the project, we can pause it and keep uh, doing it later. So it is a big, a longer project and it takes time to do it properly, mm-hmm. but it's project that if the audio logo is done one month later, it won't uh, bankrupt our client because they, they didn't have it before. So one month, two months more. So, yeah. Interesting. So what, at, at what point does a company typically want to create their first audio logo? Let's say, at what point are they start starting to think about planning that flag in terms of brand? Um, you mean from first contact to yeah, just started starting the project? I mean, so let's say, you know, you have a company and let's say like Amazon, for instance, right? So yeah. they have, he starts out with Jeff Bezos selling books out of his garage. And then, he, and then you know, you have like maybe fast forward a few years and he has 100, 200 employees. And then, um, and then you know, they become a certain level of company. I'm just wondering, like, you know, uh, we have a company and we don't have an audio logo, right? And it may, and maybe it wouldn't make sense because we're not on broadcast media as as much as um, you know, like a like a traditional brand would be. I'm just wondering, like, what the 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 thought process? Because obviously, it's, it is important. Because if I'm you know, as as we're talking here, I'm thinking about all the audio logos. Like, think about PlayStation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's such a just pops in your head. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious, you know, the, the circumstances of these companies, when they come to you, when they're really starting to think about this level of detail around the brand, because it's beyond like, oh, here's our color scheme. Here's our branding guide. Um, it's, it's, it's next level. I'm just curious if you have any insight on, um, you know, these folks who are doing the, the branding or, or responsible for making these decisions when they start to think about, Okay, it's time for us to tackle our audio branding and establish an audio identity, a, a um, you know, an audio logo. Just curious if the companies who you've worked with, um, yeah, let's say earlier stage companies who start to think about audio branding. I'm just curious what the circumstances are. Yes. Um, so, uh, okay. Um, I think because there is um, about this, there is a bit of a misconception that um, in general that audio branding, you need it. I don't know if you are a big and huge company and uh, it's actually not true. I think the best moment um, would be ideally to when you do your visual branding, because then they are really connected with each other. So having the branding agency and the audio branding agency working together and building from the ground up visuals and sonic side working together but 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 this is an ideal thing um so the when it starts it really depends um from from brand to brand but um i think they they all realize it later or they they managed to start the project later and i think it's for the reason also i mentioned that um the idea because branding teams uh, marketing teams are extremely busy they have uh, schedules that they need to follow all the time so for them the idea of starting a new project in uh, audio branding is of audio branding would be um i don't know the idea could be haunting. So maybe I, I think so they they do it as late as possible. I, I have this impression when when I see you um, that it's okay, we will do it one day, but it's not now. Mm-hmm. Um, so because it, it, it has this, um, there is this feeling of many that it's a nice to have, but not a priority. Mm-hmm which I disagree with, <laughs> not because I um, sell this, but um, also because um, we, we are in a uh, market, the, the, every market is super crowded and everybody has a visual identity, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, everybody uses sound, but very few use it uh, strategically. So uh, this is an avenue that very few um, um, are using, and um, it's uh, you you start um, you start working on a extra level. You use a, diff- a new sense of uh, that works also 
you know, it's a very powerful sound because it works also when uh, your target audience is not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. So, or not even watching. So imagine uh, when you listen to a podcast or, um, I don't know, or the radio. So these are all moments where you, your visual branding cannot work. And, um, and the thing is, uh, sound and music, uh, work very well in uh, a low, uh, where, where the involvement is very low. So maybe while I'm cooking, I don't pay attention to what's happening in the background on the TV. Um, but my brain, um, processes this information. So it, um, it's uh, still receptive to sound. And this is, it's a good opportunity for brands to use their sonic identity consistently because, um, if, for instance, I hear, um, because the sound, sound is connected to memory. So if I hear uh, an audio logo three times, five times. So this, this experience is built on each other. So the fifth time I hear it, I already processed this information four times. So it's not like I'm hearing it any, every time, like the first time. And, um, and if it's associated with the brand, because it's the audio logo of the brand, so it is associated. So I already have a familiarity with the brand that I wouldn't have if they didn't use this uh, audio logo or if they didn't use their brand music or a music that is tied to their brand identity. So it's a bit of a missing out um, because you you can really enhance the brand recall with by by yeah with a with a small effort like uh, because and it's not an invasive way you're not bombing them with information um, the your target audience they're uh, processing this um, subconsciously a bit so it's also m- nuanced it's not a guerrilla marketing you know mm-hmm. yeah that makes a lot of sense i think um you know context that that i come from in this case is so we have a YouTube ad agency. So we do a lot of video advertising and yeah. you, YouTube is really interesting because it is a sound on environment. Whereas Facebook is, it's not, you know, typically you're muted. Yeah. Um, YouTube, you have, you have the sound on and also, um, you know, it, it's almost, I think there, this is my hypothesis at least is that there is, when you have, even in setting aside audio branding, if you look at sound design, right, which I know is something else that you are heavily involved in for, for advertising, um, yeah. our best practice is always to include sound in the ad, like basically like little dopamine hits that you get. It's almost like you're, you know, if you're playing uh, those games, uh, the, the little jewels and things like that. Um, what's the name? It's that big game. Um, I, I don't obviously don't play it, but it's, it's a, uh, it's a mobile game. It's, it's a yeah. puzzle game, basically. And every time you, you know, you get it's you, Candy Crush. No, yes, Candy Crush. Yeah, That's what yeah. I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have you, you know, you have these sort of like really uh, addicting sounds that take place when you yeah. play a game like that, and they're clearly part of you know triggering that that dopamine hit from seeing the colors flash on the screen, hearing it, and the phone vibrates a little bit. And so we try to capture that when we do ads to kind of maintain people's the viewers attention as they go through the ad um so even on that basic level it's you know i, I really can resonate with what you're saying um and then the uh yeah the, the the audio branding component is that's really interesting how you are yeah you're really stamping um that sound in, in a unique way so that there is that recall there so yeah it definitely 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 resonates I'm just curious, um, you know, when it comes to sound design, building custom sounds for video ads, yeah. what, what's your philosophy around that? And also on apps and everything else, and what's your sort of philosophy around user experience, whether it's a, a advertisement viewer as a user mm-hmm. or an app user as a viewer, I'm just, or as a user, I'm just curious how you, how you approach that. Um, yeah, well, if, if it's an app user, uh, it will be com- yeah obviously linked with with the um, the on screen also 
and not only also thing, other things might happen mm-hmm. so, so the sound design also uh for other things happening but uh, the the ones that really important are really important are the ones where where i push something or i go on something and this is also something that um if a brand has an app um why not use pieces of your sound logo it's uh and uh, yeah so but my philosophy sorry um um uh well i i try to to um to record things layer them um also weird things uh, that might not uh, um it also depends on on the timeline and everything but to to play around like transform i don't know a hit on a white board uh into uh some kind of percussive instrument with with a sub bass i don't know and crave or um i i don't know recorded once my coffee machine and the and the, because when you make the cycling of the decalc cycle at one point it has an amazing sound so <laughs> i recorded this and uh, used it to to create the gun sounds it was a lot of fun so so yeah taking a bit of the world around you and uh and then mix it with with uh other things yeah that's super cool um what i'm curious too you know you do a lot of um, sound design for branded events and and um sort of you know spaces where people might exist for a you know for an advertising purpose or uh just a brand building purpose. What is, and I know metaverse is a hot topic, uh, has, has been a hot topic this mm-hmm. year. And I'm wondering, you know, everyone focuses on the visual aspect of the metaverse. What are your thoughts on incorporating the audio element of virtual, virtual reality? How does audio play into it, play into that? And just curious about your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it could be um, uh, very interesting because uh, if you can recreate like a binaural um, experience uh, where you perceive sounds coming from behind, uh, above, and it can be very, very interesting and exciting. Um, I did um, some project with some binaural experiences. It, It didn't have anything to do with the with the metaverse um but it was uh, very interesting uh to do this uh for specific purposes where the sounds were moving in a certain way and it's it's fun and i i think it enhances the experience so yeah for the metaverse um i'm not very um uh, i don't know too much about this this uh, virtual world to to yeah to, to now to give a estimate on how it would sound soon and but i think it's a it could be very immersive and fun yeah that's that's really cool um yeah i mean i guess it's just math probably right just there's some kind of algorithm that will our all the sound goes into our ears so i imagine there's just some (laughs) some way of of simulating uh having something happen immediately behind you and or in front of you or just where you are in space relative relative to the sound yes i'm just not sure how how it can be implemented because Mm -hmm. i'm um, about this um i'm yeah i don't know much about because there are uh tools and uh, software or specific headphones that can like that yeah that allow to do this but yeah. i don't know how how it would like in a in a virtual world how that would be interesting i will, I will check if it already exists yeah it's really cool it's a uh, I, I imagine it must be difficult having conversations with decision makers when you have let's say you have these you come up with these first concepts and you're you're presenting them to to these these folks um what is your just as a, you know, as a creator and as a advertising experience creator, really, I'm just curious how you deal with um, stating your, you know, your, your why behind, here's why I came up with this one, or here's why out of these four concepts, here's why this is my favorite. And this is why I think you should go with this one. 
Um, it's just, it, I'm just really curious about you, how you approach making the case in the midst of the creative process with these decision makers. Ah, uh, yes. Um, um, well, um, I approach this because for them, um, for, for most people, uh, it's, it's, they see, they hear something and they have, um, um, emotion, uh, something that with the music. So, uh, I don't know, they, they, let's say we, with the client, we are trying to highlight specific qualities, uh, sounding modern, um, being high end, um, uh, I don't know, um, trustworthy and, uh, and, uh, and, or I don't know, green. Mm -hmm. So, so, um, so there are techniques uh, that, um, you can to, to, to highlight all different things. So certain instrumentation, the tempo you work with, with different things and, and for them, it, but, but the client doesn't know this, of course. So, so they will tell me concept three, uh, feels this. Yeah. Or maybe and concept four, we think they work well. And then I tell them, okay, I think concept four works better because, um, through the usage of uh, this piano mixed in this way with this sound, like uh, comes the intimate side out. And um, using this uh, string quartet, uh, we also keep highlighting this uh, humane thing. And uh, so I, I give them a technical explanation of why I uh, yeah came up with this solution, with this concept. And, uh, and yeah, I, I normally give them this information immediately after so so that they can also uh see it um first but but i want them to to listen to it and have a honest reaction to it without being um you know have yeah having this this uh, spoiler of why um because maybe i it can also be that someone that i don't know it, yeah these elements should work like this but not good as the others so it's good to have also this immediate impact um without uh yeah a pre pre idea of why it should work that makes sense i'm just curious too you know you mentioned these how how these elements these tangible elements combined create a real intangible just a feeling like high end like you said yeah, I'm curious, is there some kind of dictionary or formula for this? Or is this more something that you've developed by being really in tune with um, how these different sounds affect someone's emotional state or perception of whatever is being presented? Um, yeah, th there are uh, th there is also some literature on this, um, not specific to audio branding on also, but other literature and um, there are techniques, some techniques you can also find in, in, uh, in the film scoring, uh, so scoring a domain and, and yes, and others are, um, I came up with and uh, seeing, uh, working on projects, I tried things and realized, okay, this works very well in these situations. And there are also some things that are, um, are immediate. Um, I don't know. For instance, the the a, vo a warm and a, um, voice of a woman feels always soothing. Like, uh, um, and the real, yeah, it could be because it reminds of I don't know the, the own mother, but it were like a calming, uh, like it's more calming and more soothing, mostly than than a male voice. Mm. Um, of course it has a voice that is uh, soothing but it's and you you will always get this effect probably uh, with a specific voice uh, uh, spoken in a certain way you know okay this this has to be a soothing uh, campaign we use this voice there's no we, we can't go wrong there mm -hmm. or uh, um i don't know yeah there are so many so many but if you uh, beautiful you can do beautiful things also working on the demographics uh, if you have a global brand you can adapt it with uh, instruments from a different continent for when you are targeting the target mm -hmm. with, with target audiences maybe in asia mm -hmm. and then uh, inter in asia you can say okay we're making a campaign in japan mm -hmm. so let's 
int introduce this to so there are a lot of things you can do also in a, that are not global but just also local mm -hmm. that makes sense that's really cool um are you at all leveraging ai for any of this stuff like um i know we had a conversation with uh the, one of the founders of synthesia.io which is like a they do these really pretty incredible synthetic voice and like face <laughs> face uh, you can basically type type whatever your script in and then it's a someone's voice has been recreated and it's not like a you know one of those robot ai voiceovers it's more of like a um yeah it's more human in a lot of ways it's pretty incredible um i'm just curious if you see any use case for any ai based tools in, in what it is that you do or if you're using stuff already um no um because um i mean i heard music completely created by ai and i must say it's not bad um <laughs> really okay for, for 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 being made completely by like a computer without uh i don't know it's it's incredible what the, it still doesn't arrive at for me at the same emotive because it may it lacks this this emotional um, approach because yeah, music is of course a note so mm -hmm. you could say it's mathematics in the end uh because uh, it's numbers and uh and um so it's everything is actually is mathematics, but mm -hmm. most composers don't think about it as uh, math. So the the I feel that lacks this this emotional um, intelligence of also creating uh, because you can make the other they're very good in in the sense of theory and harmony and uh, they sound good, but they lack also this drama. And I'm not saying drama like a uh, uh, film score uh, where it's a dramatic scene, but the, this uh, dynamic that you you place maybe a small pause, just that it's mathematically maybe not even so meaningful, but but it's uh, but in that point it works great because you know that it will have a wow effect <clears throat> because you say okay I I did all this before. And then I'm insert this pause, so it ha will have this effect. But it's it's a feeling; it's not a rule. So 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 you work with the emotions because uh, and and while you compose the music, you realize ah okay here I'm missing this emotion, mm -hmm. or I I I I'm working towards this emotion at this in this point, but the way to to this uh release or or this uh, this drop or whatever you're trying to achieve this this uh, wow moment mm, you have to find a way to make it perfect mm -hmm. or how you imagine it and i don't think ai is capable of doing this yet yet yeah <laughs> but one cool thing i could imagine mm -hmm. is that um uh, it, uh, related to audio branding, that uh, maybe we we, we composed a, cat a catalog uh, for the brand and uh, of music, and then we can recreate variations of this with a minimal hassle and mm -hmm. uh, uh, that sound that has same instrumentation, uses the same melody, but very simple things. I could imagine this could work. I don't know if there is something like this right now. I know of amazing tools that help you filter music um, perfectly. So you, you give a reference track and give some, some attributes and they search a huge catalog and give you the nearest hits. So I don't know if this thing combined with, with AI could create uh, something like this. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if it's uh, very good that they create something like this. We we could be out of a job. <laughs> you have to create it. You have, it means you have to create, to create it. You have to create it then. <laughs> no, but I think this emotional component will will not be achieved. I mean, at least I hope. Yeah. Um, but I think for I don't know maybe an Instagram video, fifteen seconds. You want a quick variation of your brand music? Why not? Yeah. But it could be possible, I think, to to and also useful tool, also for the brands. Um, so they have their their guidelines, their their library of music that they can use. But 
that they have then the possibility to to adapt it in a quick way and have a variation of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's interesting looking at the, you know, those, those AI image creation tools, yes. uh, you know, and so you could think about it where just like you're saying, oh, I want to have a high end, I want to make an, a, a three second audio um, logo for a high end kitchen manufacturer from Switzerland. And, um, and then, and then just, just like you can do, do this with the image creation tool where you'll say like, you know, I want to have a picture of a, a, um, a chimp on the moon in the style of Matisse impressionist, <laughs> you know, right. Or yeah. whatever. And they'll do it. Um, I imagine it's, you know, the, the, uh, elements are similarly complex for music as they might be for, you know, visual media. So, um, yeah, it's, that's, that's really interesting. Um, yes, yeah. I tried and I was also amazed by, by the results, but, um, in the end I, I, I was, I was really, I wanted to have one specific thing and I didn't manage to get that like I wanted, but it was, I got amazing results, just not what I was looking for. But I think that, that because music also, if you do it for video, mm -hmm. it really has to drive the video to, to go with the video, to, to, to follow the story. So I think for that area, it could be more difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. Until they, <laughs> until they do, <laughs> until they connect, connect that together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's strange, strange times we're living in, but, um, well, I, I mean, it sounds like you really enjoy your work, which is, which is fantastic. You're, you're really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's neat that you're making these custom sounds and then, um, you know, morphing them into whatever they might need to be. Uh, yeah. what, 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 what's, what sort of, um, sound design and production tools do you use in your process for making, making music and doing the sound design and everything else? Oof. So many. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably 80% uh, of the things, you know, you, you, you start collecting things you, you, you might not need. But okay. Um, but let's say that the main uh, DAW, so the main software is mm -hmm. Cubase. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's my, my, so without Cubase, nothing would happen. Of course, I could use another software but yet so it's the the core where everything gets then uh processed and uh developed yeah That's and cool. uh, other tools but uh, it's uh, so many uh i don't even have a specific I, I don't i like to to mix uh, um different elements or a bit of uh, synthesis analog stuff with uh, with recordings and uh throw in a guitar I don't know. It's a play played as a guitar. It sounds then like a synthesizer and uh, see what, what, what works in the end. What works is right. Mm, that's awesome. That's super cool. And, and, um, where can people find out more about everything that you do and, and, and get in touch when they want to talk about, you know, sound design, audio branding, audio identity, um, custom music, all these things that you do. Yeah. And, and on mmsaudiobranding.com. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's the website and, uh, uh, yeah, they can get in touch there um, and see what, what it's, uh, yeah, what we do. Awesome. And what, what else would you want people to know about you that we haven't already discussed? Um, oh, um, about me. Personally, um, yeah, I don't know, because, uh, yeah, b before doing audio, uh, no, I mentioned I was, I was, um, uh, yeah, I was studying politics uh, and uh, before, so before uh, it, my life has always been all about music, even though I was studying politics and I, I think that there's nothing that, that mattered to me that much, but since I was a really a small kid it has always been, uh, my passion mm. tried to play a bit of piano. It wasn't mine. So when mm. I was a kid, regretfully, because now I'm not the best pianist, but okay. And, uh, so I played the guitar and, uh, and, 
unfortunately, I never realized when I was a teenager or before I started going to university that I could actually do so many things with sound and music. Mm. So I took another path, which was fine. And uh, until I did realize it's uh, nothing else, nothing else matters, uh, citing Metallica. (laughs) (laughs) So I I did. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, what I'm trying to say, it's uh, what I do is uh, always been what I wanted to do. Not not this because I didn't know it existed, but in uh, it's where my passion brought me and uh, happy about it. That's awesome. That's awesome, Max. Well, super interesting uh diving into, into your world of audio branding and and all these these things that you know before we, we start talking about them they might go over overlooked by a lot of people a lot of advertisers even but then when you start to really think about it you realize just how important it is and just how many um really perceptions or and judgments we form based on how something sounds and so i really appreciate you sharing your knowledge here and uh yeah it's been it's been awesome to chat thank you very much no thank you it was uh was fun <laughs> awesome max well thank thanks thanks again and and uh try to stay warm over there it's gonna be yeah cold. Very, gonna be a cold it's one. gonna be tough but uh, <laughs> i will try awesome, awesome. <laughs> thank well, you. Have, a, have a great evening you too thank you very much thank you bye bye All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of VidTal Podcast. Again, my name is Ian Naj, co-founder of VidTal, and really appreciate you having a listen. And it means a lot. So if you have any feedback, go ahead and email us at info at vidtal.com. Love to hear your ideas for future shows, future guests. If you want to be a guest, let us know. Love to chat. Also, just as a reminder, this show has been sponsored by VidTal, which is our free YouTube ad library vidtao.com again you can go to vidtao and look up over a million ads at this point inside of vidtao they're all unlisted youtube ads you can see what your competitors are running track the results on a day-by-day basis find new ads inside of our youtube ad library vidtao and we also have a premium edition of vidtao so the library is free to access but for full unlimited access to the library we have a premium edition of vidtao We also have training from our Incepli.com agency, which is our sister company, DaVidTal, where we've managed over $150 million on YouTube. We provide training on media buying, creatives, tracking, copywriting, everything in between. It's all there inside of VidTal Premium. And right now we're running a very special deal on VidTal Premium. And you can go claim that right now at VidTal.com. When you sign up for free, you'll see the offer to join Premium and go there and check that out. And last thing, we also do uh, free brainstorm calls with our agency, Incepli. Go to incepli.com slash call. And we love brainstorming with you on your video advertising and just marketing in general. Love to chat. So incepli.com slash call, C-A-L-L. Would love to speak with you. So thanks again for joining us and looking forward to the next show. In the meantime, have a great week.